Welcome to the Gen Z Show, the only show dedicated to young leaders and those who work with them to create a positive revolution that will inspire this generation to impact future generations. With your host, James McLean. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, James McLam, and today we have something very unique and very special. We normally do not have return guests, but I wanted to have a return guest today. Our return guest that we have is a real good friend of mine, Rich Grogan. Now, Rich was on an episode with us. If you're listening, you can go to episode 21. It was bullying proof, becoming bullying proof. If you're looking online, oh my gosh, that's backwards. I just realized that. Uh, that's on backwards. But it's a uh, if you're looking down below, you can see he hosts the Grogan Bullyproof. You can look in the show notes and find that information. And he did an amazing, matter of fact, his podcast was so good that we split it on the video into two parts because we wanted to hide it. Well, he's written another book. And so we wanted to bring him back uh, to us to be able to see the new book he's written called I Believe in Me. So let's welcome to the show my good friend, Rich Grogan. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, greetings, everyone. Uh, doing fantastic, James. Thank you so very much for having me back. Uh, I, it, I'm just blessed to be here to see your face and to chat a little bit. I know we communicate via text and email from time to time, but we all get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life. So I'm very grateful to be back. Thank you so much. You know, I'm a person who believes that uh, when you have obstacles that are in your way for something you really want to accomplish, that it, it must mean somebody, some force is trying to stop you from doing it. And to let our audience know, we tried to record this uh, earlier, a couple of weeks ago, and it just didn't happen. So I think something something great's about to happen. So hang with us, guys, because I don't know where this is going, but you're going to have fun with it on this. So, hey, refresh our audience a little bit about you. I know they can go back and listen and read some show notes, but they always want to hear from you. So. Well, actually, we got some uh, new updates. Uh, I'm in Florida now. The last time uh, we were, I was mm -hmm. on the show, I was in Southern Illinois, where I lived my whole life, grew up on a farm. So a farm boy with good old uh, farm boy work ethics. Uh, we had a milk cow, had to milk a cow at a young age, talking eight or nine years old, baling hay, shoveling poo, all the chores on the farm there, which kind of instilled that work ethic uh, of of you know, you, you, you work hard, you don't complain, you just do it. Uh, there's no such thing as entitlement or I'm offend, I'm offended. You just work hard and get her done. I mean, and that kind of led to everything that I've uh, tried to accomplish over the course of my life. But uh, we're in Florida now, which I'm blessed to be here in the beautiful sunny state of Florida on the southwest side, a little small town called Palmetto, which uh, there's there's cows and horses all around us, which is crazy. You think Florida, you don't think of that. But uh, we're, in, we're in a small little town about 45 minutes south of Tampa. Uh, hey, sold, did, you fare, did you fare okay during the hurricane? Well, I'll tell you, it was headed right for us. Uh, the uh, neighboring town's called Bradenton, and it was headed right for Bradenton. We're right by St. Petersburg. But at the last minute, it turned south. Mm -hmm. And fortunate for us, but boy, oh boy, uh, prayers and blessings go out to the folks in Fort Myers, which is about, know, about an hour south of us, and they got hit pretty hard. Uh, but Florida uh, resilient, they're battling back and everybody came together. It was a wonderful community. We all worked together to go around the neighborhood and put up the hurricane shutters. So mm -hmm. we, we've survived uh, two hurricanes. Now the first one was uh, Ian, which was a, uh, I guess it was one mile an hour below a five. It was 155 miles an hour. And apparently it has to be 156 to be a five. So anyway, and then we had the other one come through. I forgot uh, what that name was, maybe Nicole or something had come across the East coast side and we got hit briefly with that, but that was only a one. So pfft, I ain't nothing, but, uh, 
But anyway, we moved to Florida. I sold my business, my martial arts academy. I don't know if I updated you on that, James, or not, but uh, mm -hmm. had the academy for almost 30 years, and uh, we sold the academy, the building, the rights to use our program, and our G logo, uh, uh, which is uh, known in the community for, oh my goodness, uh, uh, 25, 26 years, and uh, the business has been going for almost 30 years, and I sold it to my senior instructor who's been with me for 17 years, uh, an incredible young man. He's only 27, but uh, we're, we're definitely supporting him in his efforts, and he's continuing to move forward with what we started, and the whole goal behind that was um, I felt in my heart that God was saying, look, man, you've done a lot of good here in the small little town of Edwardsville, Illinois, in southern Illinois. Uh, it was, I don't know, it, it felt pretty good. I, I being told my whole life I never amount to anything. And then the fact that uh, uh, we had the uh, extremely successful business in town, we were business of the year. People wearing my shirts all over town. I'd go restaurant, go to restaurants, and people would buy my dinner. So I felt like, whoa, I got this thing figured out. It's going on. And then God comes along and says, "All right, well, good. You've done a great job in this small town. It's time to pass it on. It's time for you to." to see what you can do about taking your message to the world. So I kind of went from being a big fish in a small pond to now I'm a little bitty minnow in the ocean. So it's a, it's a challenge. But uh, as you mentioned, we got the, the two books out now, and I know we'll talk more about those. But that's where we're at, and it's just following the plan and the leading with my heart and believing that God has a bigger plan, but also ha having that willingness to mm -hmm. step out from the comfort zone and uh, uh, take on the challenge. Because unfortunately, su suicide is the second leading cause of death for ages Ooh. 10 to 34. And on average, uh, a million people a year take their own life. That's one person every 40 seconds. Uh, so it, it's a problem that needs needs addressed worldwide. And that's what I'm trying to do with our brand. So you decided to write another book. I believe in me. Uh, Positive Affirmations book. Why? What motivated you to do this? What motivated you to dive back in? Uh, to wanting to share this book. There it is. You got it up on the screen for the viewers to look at there. Well, I actually started this book uh, before we even moved. It was uh, a project someone had mentioned to me. I was always talking about affirmations, talking about uh, um, the, the, the positive in, in my book, Becoming Bullyproof, you know, the book you held up there, which, by the way, is, is available on paperback, Kindle, and hopefully within the next couple of weeks, the Audible. We've just recorded the Audible, so it'll be out as well. And I narrated it myself. I always find it's, I like it when authors narrate their own books. They therefore kind of emphasize the points that really, really are meaningful. But back to the book, the new book, I Believe in Me, uh, part of Becoming Bullyproof, we talk about affirmations. I also talk about planting the right seeds in your mental garden. And we talk about a garden is... The, the mental garden, our mental garden, our mind is the most fertile garden on the planet. And any garden, whatever you plant is what you're going to get, right? The law of sowing and reaping. You plant in onion seeds, you're going to get an onion plant. You plant in strawberry seeds, you're going to get strawberries. Well, the same thing, you put in positive, you're going to get a positive return. However, if you put in negative and self-doubt, limiting belief and fear, that's what you're going to harvest. Mm -hmm. So my whole goal with the book was, uh, with the affirmations, I thought, oh my gosh, well, my whole goal with the bully proofing and, and for our listeners that haven't heard me speak before or, or listened to the previous podcast, my brand is bully proof. Now you can see if you're watching the thing on the back there, you see the little guy kind of defeated posture. And then you see the shadow is kind of the superhero pose, the empowered posture. And by the way, that's our new logo. We just finished that up last month and, uh, it's the shield that kind of the bullyproof armor which I got from the armor of God. And that's the believe it in yourself to stand up to any bully you face. I love so, this. Yeah. Boom. Empowered posture in the bully. You, you get me excited. Just look at that logo. 
Thank you very much. I'm such it, a geek for this kind of stuff. Oh, it's just good, man. Well, it it it, uh, it it makes it gets me excited to hear the excitement in your voice and hopefully others listening because, as you know, th- things just don't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. We worked on this new logo for oh my gosh, probably six solid months, and it just wasn't right. I couldn't figure out what was wrong, but it just wasn't right. And then when it was right, it was right. But that's that perseverance of not giving up. But anyway, back to the bully proof brand. It's uh, and for years upon years, I ran uh, workshops and uh, speeches and little campaigns talking about stop bullying or bully prevention, because that was kind of the catchphrase. And people still say that. And there's nothing wrong with spreading awareness, bully awareness, but we're not going to prevent it from happening. And we sure as heck aren't going to stop it because bullying has been That's around true. since Cain and Abel. I mean, first two brothers walked the face of the earth, Cain and Abel, and that didn't end very well for either one of them. Obviously, Abel dies, and then Cain lives a life of misery. Well, Bully Proof is all about empowering you from the inside out to believe in yourself, to strengthen that Bully Proof armor, so it's not a matter of if, but when someone comes up and tries to steal your joy, steal your thunder, tries to plant fear and self-doubt and limiting beliefs, or just flat out is mean to you, tries to uh, steal your power, well, you've got the belief in yourself that, no, I'm Bully Proof. I believe in me, and it's a strength from the inside out. So with all that being said, it was like, oh, my gosh, well, the mental garden, what better way to plant the right seeds early and often than with a little kid's book? Teach the kids the ABCs and at the same time, teach them positive, uh, empowering affirmations to help plant those seeds in that in their little mental gardens. Therefore, when some little kid comes up and calls them fat or makes fun of their hair or, or, or laughs at them because they don't have a, a new shirt, the newest shoes or shirt or whatever the case may be. Or um, if they're playing a sport and maybe they're not the best or the most athletic or talented, they can, they've got the, the seeds, the positive affirmations of, no, I believe in me. I am bullyproof. I am courageous and confident. I work hard to do my best. There's just a few letters mm-hmm. of the book there. But that's that empowerment. And obviously, the more we talk about it, the more we say it, the more we review it, especially the more seeds we plant in the the little mental garden, the more that's going to grow and become empowering. And that's the whole reason behind writing the book. Uh, It took about two years to try and uh, some of the letters were really easy. Some of the letters I had too many because I wanted to narrow it down to just one. And and obviously, some of the letters were very difficult to come up with uh, uh, a good positive affirmation to go along with that. But that was part of the struggle and the battle, and I'm just blessed and grateful and thankful that we're able to, to battle through. And I, I can't uh, be remiss if I didn't mention my wife, uh, Desi, who helps out at every step along the way because I'm the ideas guy, gazillion ideas, but it's a matter of putting those ideas together, which is difficult for me, and then also the patience of my three kids, Austin, Madeline, Emmett, because they helped out tremendously as well. I'd run them by them and say, hey, what do you think of this one? They'd be like, Dad, I thought we had the the D figured out. Well, we don't. We, what do you think of this one? What do you think of this one? So they've been helpful with it as well. So who's the target age group for this book? If if a parent wanted to buy it, you know, who who would you write it specifically in mind for? The target age is uh, three through six, three through three seven, through and uh, the reason for that, I figured at that age the kids are just learning the the ABCs. I mean, obviously, a two-year-old can have it as well, uh, mm-hmm. but they're just learning the ABCs and they're just learning how to kind of uh, to, to read. So I'm hopeful the parents will read it to them. But then I want it to be something that the kids—that's the book that they want to pick up for a bedtime story, or the book they want to pick up and read before they go to bed. Um, in order, because we know with our subconscious mind, whatever we put in there, especially right before we go to bed, 
our subconscious mind never shuts down. Mm -hmm. It's processing. It's chewing on that. So if they're processing, I, a, I have an amazingly awesome attitude. I am brave and bullyproof. Uh, why you can count on me, meaning look, and it's a little picture of uh, uh, two little kids and one's crying and the other one's right there with their arm around them. You can count on me. Well, we're planting those little seeds in their, their, their mental garden right before they go to bed. Well, their subconscious mind is constantly chewing on that. So once again, positive in positive mm -hmm. out negative in, negative out. And for our listeners, one of the most important things you can do before you go to bed is make sure you listen to or read something positive because when you sleep, once again, your subconscious mind is chewing on that. If you're listening to politics or you're listening to something that's uh, uh, reading or, or watching a scary show or some kind of, uh, I don't know, murder mystery, whatever on TV, well, your mind's going to be chewing on that all night long and you're probably not going to sleep very well. Mm. So a lot of the ideas of three to six, what's the, you, and we talked about some of the value for that age group that it, that it helps them learn both as a teaching tool to help them learn the ABCs and also that builds that positive affirmation. So you went through, you got 26 different affirmations. Which one was your favorite ladder? Oh my goodness. Um, well, you know what? I'm going to show the, the, the viewers or the ones that are watching or looking and, and, uh, Man, they're all, I'm really proud. And if of you're listening, you need to go to the YouTube video to see this. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I think I like, and it's a, it's, it's a little girl. It's the G. I am grateful for what I have. And I thank God every day. So there's a picture of it. Whoop. That's cool. And then I'll show you the H too. Now, believe it or not, the, uh, uh, yeah, the H is, uh, uh, I am a hero and I happily help others. So try to get as many H's in there as possible. I like that. I and love that it. one. Yeah. Um, that one, it's, it, well, the God one was, uh, I wanted to make sure that we, we mentioned God there. Now, like I'm going to cram it down anybody's throat that isn't a Christian, doesn't believe in God. That's fine. You know, whatever. My whole point there is I am a Christian and I think the, there's so many struggles and troubles in the world today and so much fear and anxiety and negativity and mm -hmm. uh, just ugliness because essentially we have booted God out of our lives. So there, there's a void there. And I just, uh, had a, a conversation just yesterday about this. Someone had asked, that seems to be the question I get asked the most. Why is there, why do you think there's so much disrespect, so much hatred, so much mean, so many uh, bullies in the world today? And I said, well, cause I think there's so little self-respect. And also when, uh, if you don't respect yourself, it's very difficult to respect anyone or anything else. Also, as we know, any void is going to be filled. So if there's a void of God missing in your life, then Satan's all too happy to jump on in there and plant those weeds of negativity, that hate, that, hate, that uh, fear, that self-doubt, that limiting belief, that lack of self-worth, that lack of self-respect. And then, of course, once again, if you don't feel good about yourself, it's very, very difficult to, uh, to you know, be respectful to anyone or anything else. So um, I think that one, and, and matter of fact, uh, my editors actually said, oh, I'm not sure you want to mention God in here. I said, well, if you want to remain my editor, we're going to keep it in there. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, a very good response uh, to, to the editor. 
so, so you and, I, you and had... I pay you because uh, the editor for for doing those things, but we're keeping this in there. And I, once again, I didn't go overboard with it because I don't want to cram it down people's throats and turn people off. But I do want to plant that seed ever so subtle. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's how that came about. And uh, this first time I've been asked which one's my favorite. So thank you, James, for bringing that up. Because uh, <laughs> like I mentioned, some letters were easy. The A was right off the bat. A and Z were fairly easy. Uh, really? A, what was Z? What was Z? I'm... Z is I. Uh, a to Z. I'm the best I can be. So oh. I, I kind of, and, and that was, you know, I, I'm talking about being, I want to end strong. So I compass both of them in there. That one just popped in my head. Why was probably the toughest one uh, for whatever reason is why is you can count on me. And I went through, uh, tried to figure out different uh, positive affirmations, different positive words, different inspiring words that began with why. And I probably spent more time on that letter than any other. Doing a lot of Google searches on words with why. Yeah. Yes. I but, understand uh, that. The, uh, the, you'd asked about the age group, and uh, it's it's primarily written for the younger kids and hopes mm -hmm. that the parents will read it with them and to them. But I have gotten countless uh, uh, texts and calls and uh, emails and Facebook messages just talking about the parents got it and are like, man, I've been reading this every day before I go outside. And they say, you talk about strengthening your bulletproof armor. Well, I'm strengthening it before I go outside. And, and it's a real easy read. Obviously, it's only 26 pages long. Uh, uh, but uh, so th that was a, a response. And one of the uh, ladies, actually, her name's Stephanie, across the street, she said, will you put this together in like a calendar for, for me as an adult? And I said, well, that's something we could possibly do in the future. But for right now, just buy the little kid's book. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the math works really well to do two. Uh, of course, you'd have to do some more stretching, but it works yep. really well to do two. Uh, if, you, yeah, if you double the letters, you can have yep. a week, a whole year's worth, you know, 26 and you know, 52. So the math works really well there. Two A's, two B's all the way down. So uh, that, that that would work. That would be fun, creating a calendar and, and uh Oh, wow, we've gotten into uh, free downloads here, guys. Uh, <laughs> be able to get sign up for Rich's positive affirmation calendar that he sends uh, out every week. Well, I, I tell you, since you talked about a download, folks, if you go to the, our website, Grogan's Bullyproof, and I know James posted it on the screen there. I'm sure it's in the oh, there it is again, uh, and it'll be in the write-up there. Go there and just put in your name and uh, email address, and I promise I won't. Uh, bog you down with stuff it'll be helpful useful information because i'm a human being too and when i put my email address i'm like i don't know if i'll put I this know, in yeah. here because i'm gonna get bombarded the content you're gonna get is gonna be short sweet helpful and to the point if anything it's gonna announce uh, a book launch or something new coming up uh but uh, the biggest thing you get for free is our two-page pdf and side one is for the kids and the abcs to become bullyproof and side two is for the parents abc's to bullyproof your kids and it's kind of what to look for as a parent to, to help your kids out to stop the bullying as soon as possible because if nothing's done to stop it it will continue to get worse and worse and worse and before you know it's like a snowball going downhill and gathering momentum and speed and size boy then it comes almost impossible to stop without something destructive happening so we want to that's part of the bullyproof is the a is be aware awareness and avoidance be aware of negative situations negative circumstances negative uh, thoughts negative actions, negative people, and then do what you can to avoid those things. Mm -hmm. Because if you can stop it immediately, it doesn't progress to the point of getting physical. Most bullying never starts off physical. It actually starts off with uh, name calling, exclusion, exclusion, listen to me, exclusion and shaming. That's how most bullying, and of course now online, bullying is completely out of control because there is hardly any consequence for action and no one is ever there to shut it down. And it's goes, anonymous so that people... 
because uh, you know bullies yeah. tend to, those who are actively bullying, and we've discussed this you and I before. They lack self confidence. That you mm-hmm. could even classify them in some ways as a coward. So the anonymity that you get from being online empowers them to be able to say and do things that they might not normally do. So um, hey, you're right, James. People say things uh, behind a device online that they would never say face to face. Yeah, it's it's it's. It's a lot more tragic in that regard. And I love the way the, the, the fact that you've gone to this affirmations things because as we've discussed before and as, as listeners to our show know, I, we're a firm believer here at Generation Youth that our, we, we fall susceptible to bullying and become bullying when we struggle with our own identity, our self-image. If we don't know who we are and really whose we are, if we are doubting ourselves and, and look at our life as a failure and we you know, just struggle with those basic concepts of, of their, you know, my self-image, then you are more susceptible uh, to bullying. So I love the sequence of, of this on this. Well, thank you, James. I appreciate that. And you're exactly right. Um, just like a shark, uh, well, shark smells blood in the water. They attack. When bullies smell insecurity, weakness, fear, intimidation, boom, they attack. And uh, the example I give a lot is uh, in the wild, the lion doesn't go after the strongest gazelle. The lion goes after the weakest gazelle because it's the mm-hmm. easiest. And yeah, so- and, and this, the bad thing is, is too, is is those, uh, you know, what they smell, the weakness and stuff, is is really a reflection of how they feel about themselves. Absolutely. Uh, well, and- power is the most addictive drug on the planet, um, and what happens is someone feels if they can overpower someone else or have a, a, a gain power over that person by putting them down, that suddenly they're going to feel better about themselves. Now, it, it, chemically, you get a little dopamine hit of like, all right, I'm powerful. But you never truly feel uh, good inside because you never feel good when you're being mean, rude, and disrespectful to someone. But it's that little hit, and they feel mm-hmm. better about themselves temporarily. Well, just like taking, you know, you know a, a drug addicts, they take that hit, and they temporarily feel good about themselves, and then they feel far worse. Well, it's the same thing with uh, uh, the power trip. You know, and then, of course, it's never enough. And uh, that's why I say power is the most addictive drug on the planet. And it's a drug chemical we produce ourselves in our own mind. It's uh, it, it's a dopamine, which is meant to be good because it gives you that quick feel good. Like if you post something and like you mentioned earlier, your show's been getting a lot of great downloads and, and rightfully so you work hard at it and you feel good about that. All right. Now that quick feeling's over. Now, what can I do to keep those downloads coming? What can I do to take it to the next level? What's well, the same thing, unfortunately, with bullying? Yeah, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. And when we were talking, when you were just talking there about bullying, I was thinking back to the to the, my first, I think, encounter with someone that I considered a bullying that was a peer, that was my classmate, and it was a it was an elementary school, middle school type. You know, we went to school from together from kindergarten all the way to you know we graduated together, and. What he was as a bully younger, I would not, I did not see that when he got into high school, his later years. So they can grow out of this. Uh, and, and I think the things of helping develop is on it. And, and it just spurred me on, Rich. I just kept thinking, what caused Bass? That was his last name. That's what we called him. What what he called, what caused Bass? If you're listening, Bass, I'm sorry. I'm talking about uh, what caused Bass to grow out of that. And I think a lot of it is, is that as he entered high school, he found, First off, he found the group that that made him feel confident about himself, and he had coaches pour into him, and so that when he was a junior and senior, 
He was doing extremely well in school, was a top graduate, pretty good athlete, and he knew where he was on track, where I think lower when he was younger, there may have been some other issues that were keeping him back. So nice. these types of things of pouring into them at a young age are yep. so increasingly important. 100%. And that's that's the whole thing behind the book because often we forget and we, we, we label bullies as a bully. Well, mm -hmm. we do that because, well, someone robs a bank, we label them as a bank robber. If someone is mean, rude, disrespectful, and bullies someone else, we label them a bully. Right or wrong, that's just unfortunately what we do. But what we often forget is that bullies, they're people. They're human beings. Mm -hmm. I talk about that in Becoming Bully Proof uh, when the older me is talking to the younger me and mentioning that as big and mean and scary as they appear, they're still human beings. They're still yeah. kids. And most kids bully because it's a learned behavior. They've either been bullied or they've seen their 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 parents, father or mm -hmm. mother bully, uh, or they had a brother or sister that bullied them. So it's a learned behavior and it's and, and it continues to perpetuate and get worse if they never learn anything, if they never learn that it's wrong and you think, well, that they should know it's wrong. Well, that's all they've ever learned. I'm not condoning it, but I'm just getting into the psyche here. If that's all they've ever seen, known and been around, that's all they know. So that's yeah, what you they see, do. And and it goes back to the affirmation thing. If, they, if they're struggling with their identity, they struggle with who they are, and they there's a hole there that needs to be filled. Avoid, what yep. you said about a while ago with the addiction to power, this is this is kind of, hey, if I can bully folks around, if I can push them around, if I, I, I'm the big guy now, I'm the big girl. You know, I'm tough and strong. So they're filling that void, not with the positive, but with the negative because it's what they see, it's what they know. In some ways, it's what's it's easiest what for them. And what's, it's what they experienced, but uh, mm -hmm. it's all a fragile shell because there's nothing in there. It's still a, a, a void. It's still a hole. And they feel if they put enough somehow inflict enough pain on others that it's going to fill that void. But the only thing that's going to fill that void is, is well, God, love and helpfulness, helping others. I mean, uh, uh, kind of that serendipity when you do something to someone else without anything in return, you're just doing it because it's the right thing to do. That's the greatest feeling. And that fills you solid where mm -hmm. if you do it, expecting something in return and you're doing it to take advantage of someone that's a shallow whole uh hollow feeling that's never going to fill and as you mentioned with your friend bass there um it, it, i don't know obviously we don't know what was going on in his childhood but it sounds like he had nobody that believed in him or took the time to actually talk to him and work with him and then he got to middle school and high school he had some coaches he had some teachers mm -hmm. he had some positive influence that filled that void and he started oh my gosh okay now, he may have not realized what he was doing was wrong, or maybe he did. Who knows? But the point is, there was something that took place that changed up here and uh, changed up here, which changed here, and that made him a better person. And I'm sure he's a better person today because of that. So I'm hearing an alarm go off in the background of my oh. office here. It's my, uh -oh. it's in my okay. house. So if you can hear this online, uh, there's electricians working in the building as well. So something is going on. So somebody will need to. We, we we've triggered an alarm all right <laughs> yeah we triggered an alarm so we're we're on fire here i know there's no fire we are on fire <laughs> right. so, uh but it's uh uh, it's, it's all part of it, folks. I, I, I've got uh, my show 324 podcasts now. And goodness gracious, uh, th th there's always something like like James had mentioned earlier. We tried to do this a few weeks ago. And uh, for whatever reason, my router is literally I can reach it with my hand <laughs> over there. But apparently the signal from the router to here 
wasn't strong enough. And uh, James, I had two other shows I was doing that weekend. I couldn't do any of them. So oh, what wow. I did, I bought a cord and we're hardwired now, baby. So we, we should be good to go. We're so good. We can hear the alarm. <laughs> well, I got the uh, mic uh, background reducer on here. So hopefully that, that, that the audience is not hearing that thing. Cause it's ringing pretty loud in my ear and I've got a, a noise deafening thing there. So, so what's your goal for the book? Where do you want it to go? What do you want it to reach? Um, well, the That's a great question, too. The, the goal is that younger audience to plant those seeds and just give parents another tool to help empower their kids early and often with hope, faith, and confidence to believe in themselves. And I say to believe in yourself, to stand up to every bully you face, both real and and, and this may be a wham, a right hook of reality for most folks. Uh, matter of fact, I was just working on my uh, uh, speech and presentation for another thing I'm doing later on uh, uh, in a couple of weeks here on asking, who is the meanest, nastiest bully you'll ever face? And I'll tell folks, I say, I want you to envision in your mind that person that you think you see as the meanest bully. Who is it? And of course, everybody draws up an image of, you know, somebody in school or maybe somebody last week or somebody in the workplace or maybe even somebody that cuts you off in traffic. Who knows? You envision you see that person. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to wipe that clean and here I'm going to hit you with the right hook of reality with the truth. And the truth is the meanest, nastiest bully you ever face is the one you see in the mirror and hear in your mm -hmm. mind. It's you. Ooh. It's you. You're like, well, I don't bully myself. Well, I, I beg to differ. If you allow the negative thoughts, opinions, and actions of others to affect you in a negative way, you're seriously bullying yourself. If you negative self-talk, uh, you know, you put yourself down. You say, oh, I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I'll, I'll never get this. Now, I've, I've said and done those things, and I, the more I talk about it, the more I catch myself. But that's part of the A of the ABCs to become bullyproof. Be aware of those things. Be aware of the ways you're bullying yourself. And then stop it. Avoid it. Easier said than done. Well, yeah, so is everything. But uh, everything's easier said than done. It but is. the, the uh, goal behind the book is to plant those seeds early and often. So the kids, uh, I had a coach years ago, uh, uh, a positive coach uh, through Jack Canfield, actually. And mm -hmm. he had said, uh, would you ever go out of the house without clothes on? And I'm like, well, of course not. He goes, good. I don't want you to go outside the house without your 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 armor on. Now, he didn't call it bullyproof armor, but that's kind of where the process started. I'm like, oh, my gosh. He goes, you need to go out there with a shield on so all those negative arrows that come in, they're repelled off of you. And, at, and from there, it went into, oh, my gosh, where your two most vulnerable areas are your heart and your mind, where the bullies attack the most and where we attack ourselves the most. So the bullyproof armor is all about from the affirmations, planting those seeds, developing that bullyproof armor. So you go out there with your armor on. You're not going out with nothing on. You're going out with your armor on, baby, because unfortunately society will try and take you down. We'll try and bully you. And once the seeds get planted in your middle garden, then you start bullying yourself and it's a double whammy. So my goal with that is to get this book in the hands of as many people as possible, obviously yeah. for the little kids, but then also for, uh, for adults as well, because we all need it. And uh, kind of piggybacking off of that, obviously becoming bullyproof, uh, it hit uh, Amazon bestseller in four different categories. So I'm oh, blessed. really? Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thankful. Thank you so very much for all the, the people that uh, jumped on and shared it and uh, actually promoted it. Uh, we've got, uh, at last count, 56 reviews on Amazon, so we could definitely use some more. So wow, that's, it, a, that's it, a big number. 56 yeah. is, is above it, average, it actually. It launched uh, the last week in April, so it's only been out uh, about a handful of months. But obviously, 
my folks, if you've read it, please jump on there and give us a five-star review if we've earned it, and hopefully we have, in order to move it up in the algorithms and search engines to get the book in the mm-hmm. hands of more people. Because my overall goal is, it's a lofty one, but you know what is a goal if it's not lofty, is to empower 10 million people with hope, faith, wow. and confidence to believe in themselves, uh, overcome their fears, battle through their challenges, to stand up to every bully they face, both real and in their mind. And what will happen if that happens? Well, we're going to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live for everyone. And that's inevitably what we want. We want a better place to live for our kids, our grandkids, and society moving forward. But that's not going to happen if we're, we're living with fear, intimidation, panic, anxiety, depression. Unfortunately, that adds more. That's uh, uh, not safety because kids are taking their own lives or they're going in yeah. schools and shooting up schools. You know, yes. nobody that feels good about themselves is doing those things. But people that don't feel good about themselves, they feel hopeless. And obviously, Zig would talk about that all the time. He would say he's in the uh, a trauma, uh, 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 changing people's glasses, changing people's glasses right. is all about the way they see life. They want to see life with hope and faith and confidence and self-worth and self-respect, not hopelessness and fear and self-doubt. And what I love about this book, and you've you've hit it on it several times where you talk about planting the seeds, is that, you know, it takes time. You know, my background is horticulture. People know that. You know, I was in the nursery business for a long time as well uh, while I was working with youth. So I know it takes time when you plant seeds to see the yes. products uh, re, re, be, uh, you know, grow and be, be reaffirmed and, and get the kind of things you need. So planting them early and at the right time, which your book targets them at the right time is yep. so essential. Cause you're right. It's, it's going to take time for that to grow, but if they don't know anything else, uh, once again, it's not a matter of if, but when mm-hmm. somebody comes along and tries to bully them, what right. do they have planted in that garden? Well, how strong is that bullyproof armor? How strong is that belief in themselves? And that and ultimately tells the tale. Um, so yeah, that's, it, it's for the younger kids, but gosh, darn it. Uh, uh, it's a fun, loving book. So I'm hopeful that uh, everybody could benefit from it. And, you know, obviously it's a, it make a great Christmas gift, you know, it's something positive that kids can not only benefit from, but they can benefit from for a lifetime, as opposed to a game they get and two months later, it's outdated. <laughs> so where can they find this? I know I've got your website up. Uh, grogansbullyproof.com where else can they is yeah, this the best spot for them best to go? spot uh and, and what i've got links on there actually amazon is the uh the number one seller and mm-hmm. uh to be honest i wish i had another platform to sell it on but amazon's where everybody's <laughs> at so that's that's where it is but yeah you just go to our website and, and the reason i want people to go to the website because you can fill out and that free two-page pdf and then get on our, our newsletter once again i'm but not going to bombard you with stuff but you can get that and all kinds of information on there about me and uh, actually if you like for me to come and give a presentation or a speech uh, for your your team your uh, organization your business mm-hmm. or your kids group or uh, team for coaching or coaches we're definitely going to do that too so check that out a lot of information on the website but it's also there's a direct link for both books that you can just one click bang you're right there and you can uh, put the book in your cart and uh, and purchase the book there well, Rich, thank you again for being here uh, with us today. We're we're so excited to be able to help you promote this, to be able to help you uh, share this with a bigger audience. Hopefully, we have a bigger audience, and 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 get this word out because I love your your concepts are so on point that you've got to instill in them those positive things early so that they can build the platform, the foundation to build their life upon. Uh, that is positive so that they can bully proof themselves. They're going yep. to encounter it. It's, right. it's, it's, can we help them? 
Well, it's it, obviously the parents are working together, but my whole goal with this is uh, what we've kind of uh, uh, a way we've actually bullied our kids unknowingly in society today is by parents taking all the arrows and all the slings for the kids. Um, now, yes, protect your kids, mm-hmm. but they only learn to pick themselves back up after they've fallen. Now, you can be there to help them up, but if they never learn to take care of themselves or they never learn to strengthen their own bullyproof armor, you can't be with them forever. And uh, unfortunately, we've got kids in their 20s that uh, aren't able to go to a job interview without mommy and daddy with them. Yeah. That's wrong, and that's uh, – uh, that's a true life story. I had a, a friend that uh, was uh, worked for the police department, and he was part of HR in the hiring process. He had a 23-year-old guy come in with his mom for the interview because he was afraid. The kid was afraid to go by himself. Wait a minute. And, wait. Hold. Uh, let me. Hold. Let me get. Oh, wait a minute. I, he wanted to be a police officer. Police officer. But he was afraid to go to the interview. By himself. Is his mom going to be available for the ride-alongs in the squad car? So the first thing I asked James was, well, did, was he special needs? Was there anything going on? He says, no, no, he graduated from college, had his degree in law enforcement, and but he was afraid to come to the interview. So then exactly what you said, that was my next question. So let me get this straight. Is he going to call mom up? Hey, mom, I'm about ready to pull this car over here. Can you give me some support or some backup? Now, I'm making light of that, but in my heart, it ripped my heart out thinking, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. This, how can this happen? Well, once again, as a parent, yes, you want to help your child out. You don't want them to suffer any pain. But at the same time, a skinned knee when they're little isn't the end of the world. Yeah. Help them get up. But uh, we've gone from being uh, kind of our era, hey, just be home before the streetlights come on, to uh, what we called helicopter parents. And now we're at, uh, I, I, I think I may have gotten this from you, James, snowplow parents. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I used that the other day, well, it was about a month ago, in a presentation down here in Florida. And everybody said, snowplow, what, what's that? I'm like, oh, okay. Well, let me change it to lawnmower parents. Yeah. <laughs> Being out cutting everything or pushing everything out of the way to protect your kids. And once again, there, there's a way to parents. do that. They might Bull- get that one. Oh, no, they're, they're, that's, uh, that's where I'm going to go with bulldozer. Because uh, you got to clear stuff out, right? Yeah. But the, the, the point is, the kids, uh, we can help them, help them, help them, help them, which is what you, you want to do. But they're going to make mistakes on their own. They have to learn how to solve small problems because they never learn how to solve small, uh, listen to me, solve small problems on their own. They're never going to be able to handle bigger problems. And unfortunately, that's what is pushing that suicide statistic. Mm-hmm. You know, second leading cause of death for ages 10 to 34 is suicide because they've never learned how to overcome battles and challenges in order to stand on their own two feet. So my goal with this is, is to empower them early and often and continuously not only plant the seeds, but nurture those seeds and, and uh, help them cultivate that into, okay, I fell down. I, I've skinned my knee, but I can get back up because hmm. I believe in me. I love, I love that concept. I know where you're coming from on this. Um, I just, I just excited about thinking of, of this tool being in their hands um, because this was a way that we, at, at one time education was taught was teaching them alphabets based on character principles and spiritual principles. Those were the things that were taught at one time. And now, uh, well, it's my goal to get this reasons. in the uh, school districts. I would absolutely love that. So if anybody listening has an in, uh, I had an in back in Illinois because I was a teacher. I was a PE teacher for 11 years. Uh, gave me an opportunity to go and speak to uh, all the schools. My goodness, mm-hmm. I probably gave well over 500 uh, uh, presentations, just did it for free back in Illinois and mentioned having kids to come to Martial Arts Academy. Well, 
I mean, if you're still in the Edwardsville, Illinois area, go to the Martial Arts Academy. Uh, it's fantastic. But uh, my goal now is to get it to a bigger audience. And uh, um, but I don't have any connections here in southern uh, Southwest Florida right now for the school districts. But I do have a pretty good growing platform, which I'm trying to get it out in the right hands. But it just takes that one mom or dad to say, "Hey, man." This book, my kid got it, or you got it for your kid, and you really like it, and you mention it to a teacher. Now they pick one up. Now they're reading in the classroom. And once again, we're continuously planting those seeds. And the ultimate goal is, collectively, we're making society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live for all of us. Well, thank you, Rich, for your time, and, and thank you, audience, for sticking with us. Listen, all the links to both of the books and his website are going to be in the show notes. So if you're listening, look at your app and look in the show notes. If you're watching or listening on YouTube, because a lot of people will just play YouTube in the background. Just look in the show notes there and you can see everything and all the links for it. Thanks, my friend. Let's let's get connected again really soon. Absolutely, James. God bless you. And folks, uh, if you're listening to, to James and his podcast here, boy, oh boy, you've made a right choice and uh, you're not going to have a negative show. You're not going to have a bad show. You're always going to have a positive experience. So uh, tune in, tune in often. And then, of course, after you're done listening to James's show, jump on over and download uh, or subscribe to mine, Grogan's Bullyproof. It's on all podcast apps and uh, get empowered with that hope, faith and confidence to believe in yourself. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love that you just promoted us. That's cool. So, All right. Thanks, audience, for sticking with us. Someone you know needs to hear this message. So please like, share, and comment on this podcast and so that we can reach as many people as possible. And we'll see you again next week. On the God Gen bless Z everybody. Show. Thank you for joining us on the Gen Z Show and being a part of our community. Please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. Follow us, too, on Instagram and Facebook to get weekly updates. Until our next show, have a blessed day.